Hi, uh, welcome to GAY and UNY. Uh, my name is James Norris. This is my podcast. Um, I don't know what I want to talk about today. I feel kind of blocked. I felt I've been felt like I've started to write and come up with ideas uh, twice, and then I stopped. Um, and I think I think the real issue is I you know I start to I start to write, and then I get to that point where I'm like, what am I trying to say? Where do I want to go with this? And I think that's just something that um, maybe sometimes happens when things are kind of okay, I guess, you know, maybe there's a lack of turmoil in my life, maybe. Um, you know, I find myself, you know, looking at myself right now, you know, from my last podcast, after my father told me to look in the mirror, you know, taking inventory of the things around me, the people around me, and I appreciate all of them. And the people around me who are there for me um, and that listen to me constantly. Um, and I listen to them um, and help me get through stuff and, uh, and being grateful for them. And I also different people around me because I find myself, you know, single, <laughs> you know, single 44 and in the gay, gay dating scene in upstate New York, which is, um, interesting to say the least. Um, you know, I don't go to bars. I don't drink a lot anymore. Um, and so I find myself, I have to do online dating. So I do the online dating and I look, you know, try different websites and stuff like that. No grinder or anything like that. Um, but you know, just looking for real human connection, you know, and then going on dates, and you talk to the guys, um, chat back and forth and things I look for, like, are they going to respond to me? Are they going to ask questions? Are they going to be engaging? Um, do they really want to know? Or are they just being, you know, flippant or um, not really paying attention? And then, you know, finally you exchange numbers and then they, the person has your phone number and you're talking and hopefully eventually you'll meet and have a nice, nice coffee, a nice dinner. Hopefully I don't look at their phone too much um, and they're engaged and, you know, you know, the things that, you know, look for when you go on a good date, you know, eye contact, um, listening and uh, body language, whether or not they lean in, whether or not they, you know, you know, they, they respond to you in a positive way and, and it's fun. It's not, you know, sometimes so, well, at my age right now, I'm, I'm, you know, I can usually tell whether or not it's going to work out, whether or not I like the person just by chatting, whether or not they're actually engaging and genuinely interested, or they're just, you know, there for fun for a quick lay. So you have to, when you, when you're my age and dealing with, you know, online dating, there's, there's, you know, people out there and you just have to ask them straight up, what are you looking for? What do you want? And best to be direct, tell them, you know, I, Tell them exactly what you, well, this is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a boyfriend. I'm looking for boyfriend potential, a long-term relationships. And not everyone's, you know, reciprocal for that. Not reciprocal of that. Not everyone wants that. And that's okay. That's fine. If you're into open relationships, poly, that's your thing. It's not my thing. I'm really a one guy guy. <laughs> I don't need, um, not interested in, uh, like, anything open or free. That's just not how I'm wired, whether or not that's me, you know, conforming to the patriarchy or not. Um, 
I'm just a one person person. And looking for that person is sometimes interesting um, and can be fun. Going on dates is fun. I forgot how much fun it is to go out, talk to someone, be engaged um, in conversation and flirting. Flirting is fun um, in the anticipation. And whether or not it goes anywhere, it goes somewhere. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Uh, someone really smart told me, well, there is no rush. There's no urgency. Nothing's going to happen. Um, and that's definitely something I remind myself of this. Um, you know, there's no rush. There's no urgency. I'm not fixing a Band-Aid. I'm just trying to move on with my life and um, meet new people. And it's not, it's not always easy. And... And I, you know, I, I, I take those, I take inventory of the people, you know, when you're going to meet a guy or going to meet someone who you're interested in, you know, you take inventory of them too, um, what their values are, what they hold, what they value, what, you know, what, the, what keeps them up at night, um, what's important to them in their lives. And that matters. I think it says something about that person that, I mean, when I take inventory of my own life and where I am, I'm trying to do self-care you know, I being healthy, eating right, exercising, and doing the things that I know are good for me. Sometimes I do things that are not good for me, and I know I'm completely aware of this, but I think everyone gets there at some point, you know, has those little moments where, you know, I know this isn't good for me, but I'm going to do it anyway because it feels good. And, you know, sometimes you regret it the next morning, but, you know, live and let live and move on. So, and so I don't know where I'm going with this right now. I think I, it's interesting, like after, you know, after you end a relationship and you find yourself and I find, well, after I ended the relationship and I find myself in this area, this great, not great area, I want to say maybe it's like maybe a white noise kind of area where it's black and white pixelated, um, where it's kind of, okay, I'm doing okay. I'm doing fine. I am moving forward. I know where I have to go. I know I have to get, you know, I know I have to get my knee replaced at the end of April. And I know these certain things have to happen because I have to get them done. But but at the same time, I'm not dreading the future. And that's the big difference. The big difference is like when you're breaking up with someone or when you end a relationship and you have that hurt inside you, you're kind of dreading the future. I was dreading the future. Like, what is that going to look like? I will be, you know, and that dread is gone. You know, I wake up and I feel like my actual self, which is, um, which is good. And that's why the, you know, the podcast have kind of spread out a little bit. I can't, I don't, I don't have enough, I don't have enough strife or anxiety for every week, but I can talk, I guess I can talk about nothing. This is, I mean, not nothing, but taking care of oneself, me taking care of myself. And I think dating is part of that. Um, and I do take, I mean, I'm safe. I'm safe. You know, I'd let, if I'm going on a date with someone, I let someone know, oh, I got reminded to let some, let a friend know where I am and with, with who I am with, sorry. Um, just for safety's sake, cause there are people out there, you don't know, they're kind of crazy. And I know there's not, not everyone is a nice person and a genuine person. There are people that are creeps out there. Um, and being safe is part of that, especially if you're, if you're going to meet someone, you don't know that much about them. Um, at least make sure you know their last name. <laughs> That's a good thing to know. Um, and yeah, I did. <sighs> I have done the thing where I had someone call me, you know, tell me my dog is sick. 
and whether or not I need to come home or not, whether or not the date was going good, um, which is a great tactic and it works. Um, but right afterwards, you know, I'm really bad at lying. So right after that, that call happens and I say, oh, no, I'm good. I tell the person I'm on the date with, well, just so you know, that was someone checking on me. Um, I apologize um, and then explain the whole thing. But even letting them know that someone knows where you are, something like that, just in case they're a creep. You know, hopefully we'll ward off any serial killers, hopefully. <laughs> um, but I think starting to realize that, you know, kind of life moves on and moves forward regardless. And you just have, I just have to, you just have to jump on the train. You just have to be there and be present and be thankful. And that idea that I had, you know, months back of trying to be aware of the joy and the good, you know, and be grateful for what's around me um, is a constant struggle, but I'm starting to do it and it feels good. It feels good to move on. It feels good to, you know, to go meet new people. And it feels good to, you know, I got a little more active in the LGBTQI community um, and, you know, just getting out there and doing something different, um, trying new things. So getting involved in the community is a great thing. And hopefully I get involved more. I hope to be. Um, but I think sometimes it gets overwhelming. And I know some of my podcasts have, have you know, probably sounded overwhelming in the idea of healing and moving on. But I think really taking inventory of myself and those things around me and what I do and don't do that's beneficial to me. I apologize for my dog sneezing in the background, by the way. Um, but it must, but I, I just want to be thankful for you and the people that listen to this. Um, I try to not be so grim, <laughs> grim and depressing all the time. But the idea of healing moving forward is something that really resonates with me because it's something that continuously pops up in my, has popped up in my life where, you know, I found myself in places where I like, I'm not going to get out of this. And you, and I got out of it. I moved on. It just takes a little bit of time and it takes some love, you know? So reach out to those people in your family, your chosen family, if you are going through something um, and ask for help. Be a, be a friend or be that person that, you know, that's if someone you, you know is in pain or suffering, reach out to them um, and be kind to each other. So if you or someone you know is having issues or problem, issues um, being LGBTQIA, they can contact the trevorproject.org or getsbetter.org. Or if someone you know is having suicidal ideations, they can contact the National Suicide Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. Thanks for listening, guys.